You're listening to Hey Bitches Podcast, episode 143. What's up, you guys? It's your girl, Carly, and welcome to Hey Bitches Podcast. Each week, we get together and chat through sex and dating, health and wellness, navigating every season of your life, and so much more. Think of Hey Bitches as your weekly get-together with your besties to explore new perspectives, take away new knowledge, and level up your life. Are you ready? Let's get into the episode. Hey, Bitches, what is up, you guys? It's your girl Carly. Welcome back to Hey Bitches Podcast. We're fucking back, okay? We are back, baby, and we are better than ever. If you've been a longtime listener of the podcast, you know that I essentially like dropped off the face of the earth and did not return until now. It's like the prodigal son. The prodigal daughter is returning and we're back and we're better than motherfucking ever. And today I actually wanted to talk to you guys about knowing when to pivot, navigating change, and also growing your brand with you as it relates to me and the podcast and also to my personal brand and just like my life and getting older and upgrading your life and everything in between. But before we get into that, let's do some fun, exciting new announcements. The biggest one being that you can actually now watch Hey Bitches on YouTube. Video podcasting is something that I've always been really interested in, but it's definitely hard. It it was a feat to even put together this video podcasting set. I struggled. I shed tears. I cut skin open. I spent probably too much money at Home Depot. I did it all. I did it all for you guys and also for myself, but it was a journey. (laughs) It was a motherfucking journey to get here. And I'm very proud and I'm very excited to be able to share that extra experience with you guys. So if you're interested, the podcast channel is youtube.com slash podcast. I will link it in the show notes down below. If you guys want to come hang out with me every Tuesday and watch me on the podcast, if you're like a visual podcast type of girly. Another really fun, exciting thing is that the podcast has its own TikTok now, and it's always had its own Instagram, but I really want to do a lot more like video content, obviously, because we're sitting here and we're doing video content. I want to be able to share with you guys fun clips and behind the scenes. And eventually when we have guests, because that's like another big thing that I really want to get into is more guests in 2023, more guests of the new Hey Bitches, just more guests in general outside of also like just my friends. I definitely have some fun and exciting guests that I want to introduce to you guys as we continue to grow the podcast and we get back into the swing of it. But for the first little bit, you're getting me, you're getting me your head bitch. (laughs) But yeah, if you want to to watch the podcast, you can go to youtube.com slash heybitchespodcast, and you can check me out on TikTok at heybitchespodcast, as well as on Instagram at heybitchespodcast. And then obviously, of course, anywhere you listen to podcasts, I'm assuming if you're listening to this right now, you already know that. And I love that. So thank you so much. Thank you guys actually so much for sticking with me, for being here, even though I abandoned my post as the head bitch of the bitchdom, if you will. I was just going through it. And I actually want to talk to you guys about that today, because there's definitely things that I I've been learning, that I've been growing with, that I have kind of struggled with. And I wanted to share with you guys and also kind of talk about the future of the podcast and what that looks like for me and everything in between. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. So I've talked about this in like a previous episode before. I actually think it was my last bitchy update episode where I talked about how I had been gone again and I didn't really know if I wanted to continue to post the podcast at all and all of that kind of stuff. And I continue to kind of carry that feeling throughout the rest of me taking this time off to revamp and and redo the podcast. And the biggest thing that I kept coming back to is I felt like for me, I started Hey Bitches so long ago, like it's been four years as of this year that I started the podcast. And when I started that, I was like 22 
<laughs> and now I'm 26, turning 27 this year. And that was a completely different chapter of my life. Not only did I turn 25 and my frontal lobe developed and I am no longer a dumb bitch, but on top of that, like a lot and a lot of life changes have happened. And if you follow me over on Instagram, you know, one of the biggest life changes is that I am gay, <laughs> but we'll talk about that in a different episode. Uh, I'll talk to you guys all about how I stopped dating men and how I came out and also about my current partner and XYZ and all of that stuff in a different episode. But so much has changed in my life. And I feel like obviously I've grown up. I have created my own space here. I have, I've been in this apartment for like almost two years and I just feel like I'm like an adult now, like an actual adult, not like a, I turned 18 and now I can like legally drink adult. I feel like a, my frontal lobe is developed and I went to therapy and I now have excess spending money and I contribute to my retirement adult. You know what I mean? There's like those slight differences of being an adult. Now, because I feel that way and because I grew up in XYZ, I kind of felt like whenever I would come to the podcast, I was almost playing a character. And I don't mean in a way where I want to like deceive you and be like, I'm actually this person when I'm not. I, I just kind of felt like I obviously have a vault. I have a bank of stories and like wild things that have happened in my life that I could continue to tell you guys. But I kind of felt like I was I was playing a character, like I was like playing up that 22 year old, 23 year old Carly that you guys came to know and love and like subscribe from to the podcast. And I felt like I had to be that person, even though like internally, I didn't really feel like that person anymore. And I knew I didn't act like that person and all of that. And it made me feel like, I don't know, kind of resentful and kind of like, oh, I don't want to do this because I don't want to be this person. I don't want to be reminded of being that person. And that's really what I struggled with because something that's really scary is when you build company or a business or like a brand or an image or friendships, just like anything kind of like that. It's scary when you meet something and you meet people in a certain destination of your life. You meet them at a certain time in your life where you're one person and then you grow up and you change and you evolve. And those people still think that you should be that person and you're not the scary thing now comes to, Oh, are these people going to leave me? Are these people going to not be interested anymore? And it sucks, obviously, when you are a content creator and this is your business and your job, even though I've literally like never monetized the podcast. But I guess what I'm trying to say is when you get almost like quote unquote famous or known for something and then you change, that change is really scary because you don't know how many people are going to go with you. You don't know how many people are going to be like, yeah, I like you for you versus yeah, I like you because you tell these stories and you do these things. And that's hard. It's hard to navigate. It's kind of a scary thing. It's definitely one of the larger reasons why it took me so long to kind of be here and get this done and be in this space with the podcast. There's also been like a lot of episodes that I've recorded that I've I've tried to be like oh yeah like I'm this <laughs> you know wild roster update tinder girly la 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 but I, I I just felt like I was playing a character like I literally just felt like I was faking it and I never put those episodes out they've never come out so don't ask me for them but I just felt like even like listening back to them and like and even when I was recording them I just felt like it was not me and I feel like that was like a surefire sign that I needed to pivot and obviously since we're back <laughs> I have absolutely pivoted like I was previously saying like pivoting can be so scary it can be nerve-wracking and that just means like in life and also in business 
I think my biggest fears with the podcast and pivoting is one, like nobody's going to like it. (laughs) Nobody's going to want to come here and like listen to me be like healed and healthy and like thriving in life. They want like the messy, chaotic dating version of me, which I mean would be fair. That's like the the person that you got to know over all of these years. But another fear is like, are these, well, the biggest fear is like, are these people not going to like me anymore? Which seems like kind of trivial, especially too, because I am known <laughs> on the internet for confidence and, and being that bitch and like you know, not really caring, but with the podcast, it's so interesting because this is really something that I love doing. And I think that you guys can kind of tell that I love to do the podcast. I love to share it. I love to chit chat, especially when I'm in flow with it. Like I love to do the podcast. I'd love to talk to you guys about it and then take your feedback and talk about it the next week. And like, I really, really, really enjoy it. And so the thought of me putting content out that I like that you guys are like, we don't like you anymore is very scary. And I know that maybe you guys don't actually feel that way and it's probably in my head and I maybe need to deploy some of my own like self-confidence and my like therapy uh what do they call those (laughs) can you tell I've been in therapy for a while what do they call those your uh like when they give you homework when your therapist gives you homework what's that called your tactics your therapy tab we're going with therapy tactics (laughs) maybe I need to employ some of those therapy tactics in my own self-confidence tactics when it comes to that but it's nerve-wracking like I was saying you guys know that I do love love to create this podcast. I love to talk to you as I love to like form this little community because really that's like what it is. The podcast started as just a place for me to shit talk and just for me to like essentially let my intrusive thoughts win. And I love that we formed this connection and we found each other. And honestly, it kind of breaks my heart to think that the person that I would be becoming and changing and changing with the podcast would be disappointing to you guys because I love you. <laughs> not you go to cry. Um, I, it, it, it breaks my heart to think that it would be disappointing to you guys because I do love you guys. I'm very appreciative for the audience that I have and the years that we've built together. And I just really hope that you guys love it and that you guys really want to stay here and enjoy and like grow and evolve and, and change with me. And I would really appreciate it if you do, because I'm excited to be back and I'm excited to be here for you guys. And uh, I hope we get to do it together. (laughs) I actually can't believe I'm crying right now. When I wrote the notes for this episode, I didn't feel this emotional. (laughs) But here we are. And I wore mascara today too. Oh my God. Going back to the topic of this episode, pivoting, navigating change, knowing how to grow things with you. I want to dive into the idea of pivoting. Personally, I think knowing when to pivot is crucial in your life. There's this quote that I think it was Einstein. Don't quote me quoting Einstein because this could be wrong, but the quote is something like the people who are resistant to change are unintelligent. That is not word for word whatsoever at all. Essentially the TLDR to that is that you have to be in tune and smart enough and wise enough with your body, your life, your emotions, like where you want to see your life to know that you want to pivot and you want to change. I think knowing when to pivot is honestly crucial in life because you don't want to be stuck in the same place all of the time doing the same thing 
thing, being unhappy, being depressed, being uninspired, like not doing things that you want to do. And pivoting can really help you get out of that. I'm sure all of us are like extremely familiar with the fact that innovation is literally everywhere at all times. Like the world is moving five bajillion miles a second. And we have, we have so much innovation. We have so much creation. We have so many more options that we literally ever have had. Even in my like short years of life, because obviously I'm only 26. I've only been uh, an adult <laughs> for a hot minute. And so much has changed even from when I was in high school until now. And I think about that and I'm like, well, if these people didn't pivot, these like founders, these creators, the people who are bringing us the things that are changing our lives, if these people didn't pivot and they were resistant to change and not really into it, we wouldn't really have the things that we have now. We wouldn't have the inventions or the, the career pathways or video podcasting even probably because, you know, podcasting has been around for a hot minute, but uh, video podcasting has obviously taken the world by storm. And so I think about that in a way where it's like pivoting in your life doesn't necessarily mean that you're failing at something. It means that you are smart enough to know that the next stage of your life awaits after you pivot. I read this quote online that said like pivoting means opportunity and pivoting means going towards your dreams that you know can and should happen. And I thought that was really beautiful. I thought it was really beautiful and really smart and like really inspirational. And I actually did. I know I was just making fun of that, but I actually did. I actually loved that quote because it does show to us that pivoting is good for us. It's good for our future. It's good for our current well-being. It's good for everything in between. And I wanted to kind of share with you guys a couple tips to notice when maybe you need to pivot. And I split it into two categories to talk about business and knowing when you need to pivot in business. This is kind of more like along the lines of like, hey, bitches, and then knowing when you need to pivot in life and what that could look like and what the signs could kind of look like in there, because obviously there's so many different places that you could pivot and you could pivot in your business and your career, your life, your relationships, like all of that can require a pivot in your life. And if you're wondering why I haven't made a joke about the amount of times that I've said pivot, please know I've never watched Friends. I've never watched Friends and I don't regret it. Anyways, uh, let's get into the tips. On the business side, the first one that I kind of have, the first indicator of if you feel this way, you probably need to pivot in your business is that you feel like you're playing constant catch up. And what I mean by that is, especially with like the innovation of, of social media and TikTok reels, YouTube shorts, especially like the light speed that social media is evolving. If you feel like you're constantly playing catch up, that could be a sign of needing to pivot. And an example of that is like TikTok and reels, for example, vertical video, feeling like you're constantly like behind on the trends and you don't really know how to, how to relate it to your business or your product or anything like that and you feel like you see something and you're like this is great and then you don't get around to it until weeks later when the trend is already gone and then you feel like oh I need to repeat this vicious cycle of keeping up with social media and these trends and these types of things but I can't make it work for my product or my business or I don't know how or xyz that is like a surefire way that you probably need to pivot in your life or if you are getting resistance when you know you should be, for example, doing reels or TikToks or leaning more into video, but 
your safe space is like a Facebook live or like physical, I shouldn't say physical or actual, like just regular still photography, like how Instagram used to be. If you're kind of like stuck in your ways there as a fear-based option and you know that, and you're still not making the leap to something that you know would improve your business or your career, that's probably a sign that you need to pivot. Another sign that you probably need to pivot in business is that your personal perspective has changed and you're also no longer serving your target market. So this is a really interesting one when I was doing the research for this episode because this really felt like me in this podcast. I talked about this earlier, but I feel like I grew up and I grew out of the person that I was when I first started this episode or not this episode, this podcast. I grew out of the person that I was when I first started the podcast. And because of that, I felt like I could no longer serve my target market, which is you guys, because I wasn't that person anymore. And like I like I talked about earlier, I felt like I was playing a character and I was like coming to the microphone and being like not authentically myself and that kind of thing. And that's also like a huge, huge sign that you might need to pivot in your business or in your career. Because at the end of the day, (laughs) having a business is serving a target market, you know, like regardless if you have social like consumers, so you have an audience, you're an influencer, you're a podcaster, you're XYZ, or if you have like a direct business type of model, like where your businesses sell to other businesses and stuff like that. If you've noticed that you're not really serving the people that are your target market in the way that you want to and that they also need, it's probably a sign that you need to pivot in business as well. The last thing that you might feel or notice as like a sign that you need to pivot in your business and your career is that the things you were doing before are no longer getting you results. This is also very like podcast related for me is that obviously we came out here swinging with wild stories and eating pussy in the club and going to therapy and like the whole skater boy arc and how that had a grip on my life and all of that. And I feel like if I came to you, and I made another episode like that, I don't think it would perform well, even though that's like what has been successful in the past. I think that you guys probably follow me on other platforms and other social media and see that I'm like past that age and past that era in my life. And if I came on here and I was like acting like I was 22 again and telling you all these wild stories, sure, you would be entertained, but I don't think it would be to the level that it used to be. And that's like a really good indicator is, especially like if you own like a social business or if you're an influencer or anything like that, where you have like crowd perceptive, if like in the past you posted this certain like type of video where it was like a hook and a funny joke, and then you promoted your company and that worked and worked and worked and then it stopped working. It kind of seems like illogical to be like, okay, well, I'm still gonna do it because it's what got me here. And that's that's also kind of like another big sign that you probably need to pivot. I actually think that's like a quote by someone. I feel like I'm like pulling quotes out of my ass and they are never right. <laughs> but I think the quote is, what got you here won't get you there. And I think that's another big sign that you, you do need to pivot in your business and your life is if you're trying to do the same thing, and expecting different results, which is also a quote by Einstein. Okay, so switching into the life section of it all, because I know not all of us own businesses. We're in like regular nine to fives. We don't strive to own businesses, anything like that. Switching into the life side, which I think everybody can obviously relate to, let's talk about signs that you might need to pivot in your actual like personal life and what they could be and what they look like. A big one, number one, the biggest one that I've even felt like in my personal life, non-related to my career, is that your routines and your habits and everything haven't actually changed, but you're feeling resentment towards your life. 
This is a strong one because you could be doing nothing different and technically nothing wrong. Like you could still have your morning routine and and your job, which you don't necessarily hate. And you can still be going to this workout class that made you super happy and hanging out with your friends on your weekly wine night and doing those types of things. But you could be resentful of your life. Like you could be like, all these things are are fun and they're going well and I like them. I like my job and I like this workout class, but like, why do I hate my life? And that honestly is one of the biggest, biggest signs that you probably need to pivot in your life because there's something that's deep inside of you that's deep down that's like, I know that we're meant for more. I know that we can do more with our life. I know that we want more and we can have it. And I'm gonna make you feel like shit in the moment because I want you to recognize that and I want you to level up. And that's so unfortunate that we have to kind of feel that way. But if you're kind of averse to change or you don't listen to your gut instinct probably as much as you're supposed to, eventually your environment, your body, your brain, your brain, your subconscious, which, you know, rules like 95% of our actual thinking or something like that is going to kick you in the ass and be like, I'm going to make you feel like shit until you change. And it's actually funny because I feel like your body does that in so many different ways. Like when you've overworked yourself and you've worked too hard, how your body gets sick and forcing you to catch up on sleep and forcing you to do all these things. It's kind of the same with your brain. It's like your brain is like getting the temporary flu. And the only remedy is to level up your life and pivot in your own personal life to kind of reach cap that point. Number one is that if you are having the same exact routine, you're having the same lifestyle, you're having the same everything, but you're feeling resentful of yourself and your life, that's probably a large indicator that you need to pivot. A number two indicator that you probably need to pivot in your personal life is that waking up is a chore and you're also having trouble sleeping. And this one is so funny because it's also the sign of depression, which uh, could mean also that you need to pivot in your life. But listen, so let me get into it. Waking up is a chore. You guys know I'm a morning person. I love the mornings. I love to wake up. I love to get my life together. I love to do all those types of things, but there definitely has been times where I don't want to wake up at all. And there's times where I have naps in the middle of the day, which is like really unrealistic for me. And I only ever do it when I'm overworked or I'm unhappy, or I'm like a little bit depressed because we know I have dysthymia. I've talked about on the podcast before. So when depression is kicking my ass, I'm also napping. But waking up as a chore in the morning, not because you're depressed, but because you're almost like dreading your life. This is like feeding into the resentment part of the first point. And I say this in a way, like very specifically, that it's not depression, because I think that if you felt this kind of like feeling before you pivoted in your life or you're listening to this and you just went through a large pivot in your life, you kind of know the feeling of not depression, but like struggle and resentment that you have in your life before you took that step and before you took that leap and before you pivoted to hopefully the better stage in your life right now. And then on the flip side of that, you're having trouble sleeping. It's ironic how it all works together, you know, because I will sleep in for hours, like past like how I'm normally waking up and then I'll like have trouble sleeping. And obviously I'm sure that has something to do with my, my circadian rhythm and sleeping in more and did it. But like looking past all of that, I felt like I was having trouble sleeping because I would, my head would hit the pillow. I would like do my, my wind down routine. I'd do my night routine. I'd do all those things. And I, my head would hit the pillow and I would think about my day and I would be like, did I want to spend my day like that? Like, why did I do that? do I want to continue doing that? Like, do I want to do that for the rest of my life? Or I would think about my day and it would be my normal day and like what I normally do and what I go through, but I would feel bad. Like I would feel bad about 
the day. And nothing necessarily could have even happened. Like I could have probably had a good day, but I would just feel bad. Like I would just be like, ugh, I didn't like that day. And that would just continue and continue and continue in my life. And that was also a massive sign that I, I needed to pivot and that I was unhappy in what I was doing, but I wasn't like consciously aware or maybe even close enough to be able to take that step yet. And finally, the massive indicator, like literally one of the largest indicators, I would say that you need to pivot in your life or maybe your body is pushing you into the direction that you need to pivot in your life and you haven't recognized it consciously yet is that you're suddenly having turmoil with the people that you love. And this ties into the first point. I feel like all of these points obviously kind of tie together, but I do think that when I was at my pivot journey for my business and my personal life, I had an issue with everyone in my life for no fucking reason. Like I was fighting with all of my friends. Obviously, I think at the time in my life too, like I was pivoting in a like an emotional well-being in a healing type of way, which is also too where you probably will need to pivot in your life. But I was like having issues with everybody. I was having fights with everybody that I knew. I was not the nice, likable person that you probably have come to know online. I was just, I just had issues with with everybody. And I think that's a really, really big indicator that you probably need to pivot and something needs to change in your life. Because why are you suddenly fighting with your girlfriend over nothing? Like, why are you suddenly fighting with your friends over nothing? Like, why, why are you acting like that? And that's a massive, massive, of indicator that you you might need to pivot in your life because I think this all ties back to the feeling of, of resentment. You could resent personally how your situation is. You can resent how your friend's situation is and how yours is not like that and then have all of these issues with these people which aren't actually their issues, they're your issues. And it just is, it's bad. It's bad for everybody. Nobody's feeling good. Nobody's feeling good. And I think that the faster that you recognize that, hopefully (laughs) the faster you can mend those relationships and be truthful and like pivot in your life. But that is like another really big indicator that you might need to pivot is that you're fighting with people that you don't normally fight with for no fucking reason. Okay. So let's talk about navigating change. We've pivoted. We've understand that we need to pivot. We've done the pivot what do we do now? How do we navigate the change? Because pivoting, like I think is sold to you and maybe I'm selling it to you right now as like a magic pill where like, oh, you just change your life and then it changes your life. But change is hard. Like they always say that like people don't change. And that's mostly in the context of like relationships and like shitty men. People can change. I think people grow up and evolve all of the time and change is definitely hard to navigate. So like, how do you do it? How do you navigate change after you've decided to pivot in your life, in your business, in your emotional well-being, your mental health, like everything in between. What do you next? Like, how do you navigate the change? Splitting these back up, let's talk business and let's talk life and how to navigate changes in those. Business-wise... When you're making a pivot in your business, and that could be, you know, investing in influencers if you're like a DDC company or bringing on a new social media channel if you're an influencer or, you know, completely rebranding your podcast if you're me. (laughs) The number one thing I think you should do is prioritize your data over your compliments or those like feel good indicators or KPIs of your business. And I mean that in a way where we are kind of tying back into the point where what got you here won't get you there. So if you're trying new things, you've pivoted, you've, for example, let's throw it back to the, you used to be a static image girly and now you're a Reels TikTok girly. And 
and you're feeling great because people are being like, oh my God, like you finally got on reels. That's fantastic. Like this is going to be great for your business. This is da, 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 da. And like, you're letting that go to your ego and you're letting that go to your head and it's inflating you. And you're not really looking at what the pivot is actually giving you. In this example, like you're not actually looking at the data and looking at like, okay, well I'm on reels and TikTok, but like, am I doing the right thing? on here like am I creating the video content that is getting me traction and I think that's like a obviously like a learning journey because when you're a brand new company influencer like person like whatever it takes time for you to kind of see what is working and what isn't but what you really should do when you're navigating this pivot and you're navigating change is prioritize the data like look at what is actually doing well is it a certain type of reel is it a certain type of tiktok is it a certain type of x a certain caption copy, a certain like Instagram story theme is, is working well for you. Look at that and double down. That's how you kind of, of navigate that change. I think on the top level of navigating business change. Tying into that, another tip is to give yourself enough runway. I think that we really get caught up in changing things and wanting them to happen immediately. I see this a lot in the social media space, obviously, where I'll be like, hey, like you should do reels or you should change your caption and do this and X, Y, Z. And people will do it a couple times or they'll literally do it one time and they'll be like, well, it didn't work for me. So you must be wrong. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, but I, the first time I did it, it didn't work for me either. And then I did it again and it did better. And then I did it again. And then this video had 15 million views. And I'm not saying there's like a certain formula for literally everything, but I, I am saying that you need to give yourself enough runway to test out the change before you decide if you need to pivot back or if you need to pivot again, or if you need to pivot in four different directions, not giving yourself enough time essentially is kind of like not allowing a flower to fully bloom and hoping that it does on your own timeline. I know that as people, we want the immediate validation. We want like the instant gratification and social media has definitely played a part into that. But when it comes to like actually navigating the change and pivoting and going on to the next stage of your business and your career, because obviously this can be translated into like a regular career vibe as well, is not giving yourself enough time. And I'm not saying to give yourself too much time, but for the most part, people aren't giving themselves enough time to like properly test and to analyze what is going on. So that is why the second tip I think for navigating change in business and careers is giving yourself enough runway to kind of actually realize if the pivot was worth it or not. Lastly, my biggest tip in business and career is also to trust your instincts. So let's say you're, you've given yourself runway, you've given yourself three months. A really good example here is you're looking at potentially switching careers. And so you've given yourself three months at your job until you decide to quit and pursue something else to see if it's really the right choice and also maybe gather the courage to quit. But let's say like two months in, your gut is really telling you, hey, this isn't for us. This opportunity is here. I think we need to take it. I think sometimes people need to lean into their instincts a little more and maybe jump a little bit more before they're ready. I'm not saying that you should do that every single time, but I do think there are definitely strong times and strong moments, especially 
especially in my life and I'm sure in yours too, where you've probably felt a gut instinct or like like a little niggling in your brain where you're like, oh, like I think I need to do this and I think I need to do this now and I think this is the right choice. And sometimes you just need permission to do it. Like follow your gut instinct. If it feels good in in your gut, in your heart, in your brain, everything is aligned in your life, it probably is a good idea to do it. But I would I would err on the side of caution with that because sometimes people be listening to their gut and their gut is telling them the wrong thing. (laughs) So be in tune, but also prioritize data over compliments give yourself enough of a runway and then trust your gut but make sure it's a good gut decision (laughs) moving on to the life side of tips to navigate change after you've pivoted in your life. I have a couple tips for this as well. The first one being that you need to validate your feelings. And this I think is really important. I think that when we pivot, like I said, we think that everything is going to change immediately. But when it doesn't, you're feeling sad and frustrated and resentful maybe of yourself and maybe of others still. And I think it's really important to validate those feelings. Obviously, change is scary. Like navigating change is scary, making huge Potential life-changing decisions is scary. Even smaller decisions are scary. And I think that you need to definitely validate those feelings and, and know that those are real things, that it's fine to feel that way. And especially it's fine to feel that way in the face of change. The second tip I have is to manage your expectations. This kind of really is the lifestyle side of prioritizing data and giving yourself a runway type of situation because you could be like, okay, I'm going to stop eating gluten or I'm going to stop eating sugar or doing this because I need to pivot in this because it's going to help me in X, Y, Z way in my life. Cool. But I think a lot of the time people fall into like the, okay, well, I did this for a week. What are the results? It's like when people are trying to build muscle or they're working out or they have these, these goals where they want to be a different version of the person that they are right now, but they want it immediately. Like they want it right now. And I think that it's really important when you're navigating change to manage your expectations because as much as you can want so badly to be at the other side of that tunnel, the timeline is working how the timeline is going to work. No amount of thinking that it's going to happen tomorrow or like hoping that it's going to happen tomorrow is going to accelerate or combat the actual work that you're putting in. So being realistic with your expectations on this change and this pivot is really important. So you don't burn yourself out or you don't feel resentful of yourself and others. You don't feel bad. You don't feel like it's the wrong choice and you're not tempted to go back to a potentially unhealthy habit or unhealthy relationship, life, living situation, or XYZ because the Thing that you pivoted to isn't working out right in this moment. Another thing to do to help navigate life pivots and life changes is to lean into routine. We know I'm a big routine girly. I've talked about my routines, morning, night, everything in between. And when I say everything in between, I really mean it. Like we have two entire routine episodes on how to shave your pussy. Okay. So lean into routine, <laughs> lean into routine, especially to if you have, for example, created this, this pivot in your life where you want to stop eating the sugar and stop eating the gluten and xyz put it in your routine like switch out if you're grocery shopping every single week switch it out to the gluten-free bread switch it out to the no sugar yogurt options i don't know why yogurt was my first choice but stick to stick to that routine you know lean into your routine because your routine is what's going to support you when you feel emotionally like you can't do it anymore and if you guys have read atomic habits this is a point that's made in the book all of the time about how your routine will outweigh your motivation 
and your wants and those types of things, doing your routine will outweigh those negative thoughts. And this is obviously tying back into validating your feelings. Like it's okay to feel bad and feel like, you know, was this the right choice and X, Y, Z. But what you also need to do is keep doing the thing so you can see the change. And leaning into routine really does help with that because you're continuing to be on the path of your change to becoming the person that you want to be, to doing all of those things, even when you don't have the motivation to do it. Last but not least, a tip that I have to navigate change when you've pivoted in your personal life is to prioritize self-care. This is almost kind of like a risk and reward, but like lifestyleized because obviously you're putting in the work. You're putting in the work to change your life. You've pivoted in some type of way in your life, be that leaving a relationship or moving out of your parents' house or, you know, breaking up with, with a toxic person. I literally just, that was the first example, but you know what I mean? Having this like lifestyle change with that comes a lot of emotions. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're bad, but something that you should do to help you kind of navigate that situation is prioritize self-care because self-care is really good for us in so many different ways. And I've talked about this before, how you can do physical self-care like skincare and like spa days and facials and massages and those types of things, which is obviously I think what all of us think about when we say self-care, you can lean into that. I think that's great, but you can also do self-care things like nourishing your body or getting your finances together or, you know, being a good fucking person. (laughs) Those are also different types of self-care that you can be doing and that you should be prioritizing because when things are feeling bad or look seemingly bad or like things and the pivot that you're doing is like the wrong choice in your life, leaning into routine and prioritizing your self-care is going to make you feel better, which in turn is going to fill up your motivational tank. And I know we just talked about this, but you can't always rely on motivation because sometimes it dwindles. But when you're taking care of yourself and you're prioritizing self-care and you're doing all of those things, what you are doing is creating positive, happy emotions to counteract those fearful, scary, resentful emotions that you might have about your pivot in your life. That was actually, that was very deep. Shout out to me. Shout out to me and my brain for coming up with that on the on the spot, on the hop. Moving into our last point of the episode, I wanted to talk about growing your personal brand with you. Now this could be uh, not relatable for a lot of you, but I did kind of want to talk to you guys through about how I feel growing up as a content creator and going from this, you know, 18 year old girl, which is when I started versus this 26 year old girl and what that kind of looks like and how, how you do it, how I think you do it and how you grow your personal brand and your career with you. Something I see all the time, and I'm sure you guys actually see this a lot in other content creators is that people get trapped in their like originally like what made them famous type of vibe. And I actually say this often. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but I read this study about how child actors, like the year that they get famous, their age that they get famous is like mentally how old they are for a long ass time. And I thought that was so interesting and so true, especially when we look at like Hollywood and and younger people, like especially with the rise of TikTok, there's people who are my age who are acting like they are like 19 years old because that's when they rose to fame. And I'm sure there's like a lot of more psychological things behind that, but my major was marketing and it was not psychology. So I will not be able to dive further into that for you guys. But I do think that because of that, a lot of people get stuck in this box of being this one 
specific person because that's what got them here. And that's how they want to obviously sustain their life. And that's what they're familiar with. But the way that I see it is that for me personally, for the podcast, we kind of talked about this earlier, but I'm not 22 anymore. I am not that person anymore, like literally to the point where I don't even date men anymore. And I'm growing up. And another big thing that I think I realized is that you guys are growing up too. If you've listened to this podcast from the inception, you're four years older too. And I think that you guys probably don't want to listen to me pretend I'm in like a 22 year old body. Like you don't want to listen to me talk about this is my first day of university or like the wild toxic relationships that that younger teenage type of people go through when you're older and you've healed and you've developed. Like I actually think that therapy in a way kind of made me more, this is like totally a tangent, but I feel like therapy therapy in a way made me so averse to other people and their drama and their unhealed trauma because I see it and it's like, I don't want to be anywhere around that. Like I healed from that. I don't want to be a part of it anymore. I don't want to do that anymore. Do not put it around me. I'm not interested. And that's kind of how I feel you guys would feel if I hopped on here and I was as chaotic and unhealed as I was four years ago when a lot of us have have grown up and gone to therapy and come into our own and had our frontal cortexes develop and all of those things. And we have more, you know, cognizance up here. We have, we have more brain power. We have more wheels turning. We are older, wiser, smarter, mature, all of those things. And I don't think that you guys would like it if I popped up on here and I was like, like I am a, a 19 year old again. You know what I mean? I do think that the hallmark of a good content creator is being able to grow your audience with you as you continue to grow because at the end of the day that kind of means that they're more invested with you as a person than they are with what you have to offer them on top of that I think that being like really honest and very transparent about where you're at in life where you want to be in life and what that looks like with your audience and the people around you even is super important because then the people know what to expect from you it's not like you're skirting around the issues or you're trying to be someone else if you're just honest about who you are right now, who you were in the past, where you want to be, people will know why you're acting XYZ type of way and why you're doing XYZ type of thing because they know that you want to be at a different stage in your life and that you are at a different stage in your life and you maybe are no longer the person that they once knew. And with that being said, let's close out the episode with talking about the future of Hey Bitches and what you can kind of expect as we continue to put episodes out. Obviously, we talked about this right at the beginning of the episode. You'll be able to consume Hey Bitches in like a brand new way that you never have before, which is on video and also short clips on social, on reels and on TikTok. Like I said, I'm so excited about that. So if you want to come hang out with me on YouTube, I would love that. I worked very hard on this podcast set. I painted, you can't see there's like a third frame in here, but I painted all of these by hand. I built the set by hand. I leaned into my Home Depot lesbian era. I did them all. Okay. I did these all myself. So if you want to come see the set, please 
please. Please tell me it's nice because if you don't, I'll cry. But <laughs> there is a new way to consume Hey Bitches. It's over on YouTube. Going into the content specifically, this is where I wanted to talk and this is where I'm kind of nervous because obviously you guys started listening to Hey Bitches as a sex and dating podcast. I came on here. I chit-chatted about my wild stories. We had a bunch of conversations. We laughed. We cried. We talked about rosters. We had to endure through Gage saying fucky wucky into a microphone. We got to hear about so many stories. I forced my friends into complimenting me for my birthday. Just so many amazing, fun episodes that we've had on the podcast throughout the years. And I don't want that to change. Obviously, you guys know I love to share those types of things. But something I really want to share more of is more lifestyle and wellness content. I want to be able to come on here and I want to talk to you guys about my favorite things of the month. I want to talk to you guys about what it's like to buy a house and be in that home buying process. And I want to talk to you guys about being in a relationship because this is the first time in four years and the whole actual inception of the podcast that I've had a partner, like period, point blank, had a partner, not just somebody I was seeing, somebody that I am committed to. And that's a whole new chapter on the podcast. And you guys will meet my girlfriend. She will be on the podcast. I'm telling you that right now. But I just, there's so much more that I want to share with you guys and that I want to talk about that's outside of sex and dating. That's outside of just like, this is what my Tinder dates were like and da 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 which I don't think is bad. I loved those episodes. I, I think they were so fun and so just right in the moment to make. But I want to be able to talk about more than that with you guys. So that being said, I wanted to let you know that Hey Bitches, I think is, if I had to pick a descriptor, I would say that Hey Bitches is now more lifestyle and sexual wellness podcast versus sex and dating. We definitely are going to talk. <laughs> we definitely are going to talk about me coming out and you guys are going to be my girlfriend and we'll talk about dating life. I'm going to have some really exciting guests on to talk all things being a lesbian. I think those episodes are going to be fun and they're going to be an homage to the old hey bitches. But I do want to talk about like finances and wealth and leveling up your life and what that looks like. And I really hope you guys stick around and I really hope you guys enjoy that and you you participate and you let me know what you guys want to hear as well, because I do this for you guys. And I do this because I like it, but I mostly do it for you guys. And I would love if you guys would stick around. So expect fun episodes in the future with my girlfriend, with my friends, solo episodes. Eventually I'm redoing this set. So go see it right now. This is like the nostalgia. If you know, you know, type of first, first draft of the podcast background, if you will. But expect me to be back often. Another thing, I guess my final point is that um, we've updated the days that the podcast comes out. The podcast is coming out every Tuesday now. I know that it used to come out every Tuesday, Thursday, and then just Thursday, and then I think for a little bit Wednesday. But podcast comes out every single Tuesday, so you can listen to it every single Tuesday, and that is on anywhere you listen to podcasts and also on YouTube. As I've plugged five million times, please go hang out with me on YouTube. With that being said, that brings us to the end of the episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed it i hope you guys are happy that hey bitches is back i hope that you guys will love the direction the podcast is going in and that you will continue to support me maybe tell a friend because that's always important and you know just stick around and see what is in store 
for Hey Bitches. I love doing this podcast. I love you guys. I love doing this podcast for you guys. And I cannot wait to grow and change and evolve with all of you into something that is incredible. That is it for today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to screenshot this episode and share it over on Instagram and tag me at Hey Bitches Podcast. I would absolutely love to chat shit in the DMs with you guys about today's episode. Before you go, make sure to subscribe to Hey Bitches wherever you listen to podcasts and click the subscribe button over on youtube.com slash Hey Bitches Podcast to join the bitchy family. New episodes come out every single Tuesday and I would love if you joined me over there and if you're an Apple podcast listener I'm talking to you please leave a rating and review on Apple podcast it really does help me out it's how podcasts grow on the podcast app on Apple and I would really appreciate it if you did leave a review and a rating I love you guys so much I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode I will see you next Tuesday and for now bye bye bitch oh.